Hello, Dr. Shark. Thank you so much for seeing me today. Mm-hmm, of course. And I heard it was very urgent. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the head of Seeker told me I have to come here immediately because um, apparently I've been lying to other employees. Well, my therapy office is always open. I really appreciate that. Um, but I, I, I don't think I need to be here. I don't I, I don't think that I'm, that I'm a liar. Okay, uh, well, you know, that's fine. Let's just talk about you. Um, okay. Um, what was your childhood like? I had a wonderful childhood. Um, there was a, a traumatic event when I was young. I was mm. about eight, nine years old, and my family went to France, but okay. they forgot about me. And so I think maybe that have, has affected me throughout my life. Yeah, they just, uh, I was asleep, and they all went on a plane, I think, to France. And it was like a day or two before they got back. And by that time, I was already uh, having to defend myself from criminals. Wow. People were trying to rob the house. And so I had to set up traps, a blowtorch, a paint can. I kind of rigged up whatever I could find. Like Rube Goldberg style. Yeah. Okay. All right. I I actually do think I know what's going on here. Um, You're just copying the plot of Home Alone. Mm. This, I don't believe this actually happened to you. I think you're just, you saw the movie Home Alone. Oh, I might be getting it mixed up. Yeah. And actually... That doesn't even really make sense because I, when I was very, very little, was mm-hmm. raised by a pack of wolves. And then I was given to a panther um, okay. and right. Bagheera. Uh-huh. And that's so Jungle was, Book. You're, now you are reciting Jungle Book. Oh, you're right. And you're right. So no, I, that's my I fault. I feel like that's I do understand fault. the compulsive lying aspect. I don't, no, no, no. It was just a memory thing. When I was little, I was raised uh, in a in a destructed family. Uh, City, a place where, mm. where where mass murder had been done by machines. Okay. And actually, I had to send a robot back mm-hmm. in time and then forward in time to help me defend myself from a liquid metal is this, robot. This is Terminator now. Uh, Terminator Two. Okay. Oh, see, see. <laughs> Oops. I got you. <laughs> no, but seriously, all cards on the table here. I really do think the lying and anxiety and insecurity mm. and a lot of that come from when my mother died. Oh. Wow. It was it was very soon after I was born. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks. Um, it's okay. I uh, her name was Coral, and mm-hmm. we're a family of clownfish. And then I got oh, separated okay. from my dad. I, here we go again. Who was Marvin or Marlin? Um, and so I had this to basically is funny, swim. Well, your friend Dory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a good friend named Dory. Knows a fish named Dory. Who who sounds like Ellen, from Mm -hmm. what I recall. Okay, all right. Uh, Please leave my office. Go ahead and exit my office right now. What? Are you sure? Mm -hmm. I am sure. I thought this was going well. Please get up. All right. Well, hey, my dad, the president, is not going to be happy about this. Okay, that's that's false. Bad science. Did the movie get it right? Bad science. Or will we have to fight? Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Bad Science. I am your humble host, Ethan Edinburgh. And today we're talking about Home Alone, everyone's favorite movie, Joe Pesci, Macaulay Culkin, Chris Columbus, John Hughes, 1990. You know it. Anyways, here are our guests today. I'm very excited. We have uh, uh, Dr. Arjan Gower from Cedar sinai How's it going, Dr. Arjan? It's going great. It's going great. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Uh, legit medical doctor, as our next guest would put it. 
I don't know what that means. I mean, I went through the medical training. I'm, 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 you hate me right school. now. I'm, I'm like, what kind of doctor are you? Tell me. I don't trust I anyone. Don't trust. All right, dude. Is it like the honorary one, like Shaquille O'Neal has? You know what I mean? Uh, our other guest, of course, you can probably tell by his voice, is Josh Adam Myers, absolutely wonderful comedian, actor, philanthropist, uh, therapist, licensed therapist, licensed, licensed, honorary. Therapist. It's honorary. I'm lying. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, Josh Adam Myers, how's it going, Josh? It's going great. Thank you for having me. Because this is this is actually a very special topic. Because the first actual date I ever went on with a girl, oh. uh, I don't know why I had to be specific about girl, but <laughs> the first actual date I ever went on was to go see Home Alone Whoa. at the uh, Lowe's movie theater in Germantown, Maryland. And that uh, wasn't the love of your life. This sounds like a great story. No, it, it could have. You know, we we went one on one date. We we were, we were gonna go see the. You know, I remember I called her because she broke up with me. I was like, so uh, so you know, Home Alone two's coming out. Maybe we could go see that. Oh, you don't want to talk to me anymore? Okay, <laughs> okay, just... we're not gonna get lost in New York together. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the bird lady's back. The bird lady's there. Um. So yeah, what did? Okay, so did you like the film right off the bat when you went on this date? Uh, I mean, we first of all, I think I was in sixth grade when. It came out so mm-hmm. so yes I mean how could you not that's like the everything you want in a movie is there it's 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 funny but then it's adventure and it's like it was great so I loved that movie and, yeah and now looking film. back on it I still enjoy it and like know? target year or, or age demographic for them to hit you with that film 11 to see 12, that in theaters yeah. oh man uh, doc did you see it when it came out did you love so it so when it came out I guess it came out in 1990 I was born in 88 so I was two years old but Whoa. I did have it on VHS Okay, I was I born in 88. V- That's why it just spooked me for a second. We're both 30. <laughs> That's insane. We're in our 30s. Um, <laughs> yeah, I watched it many times back in, back in the day. I had it on VHS. The last time I watched it was yesterday, last night. I had a bottle of wine. Yep. I watched it. <laughs> oh, Today's honey, my off day, so. Stan Getz, a girl from Ibanema. We got to watch Home Alone. Let's just do the whole franchise. It was the first time I watched it in like six, seven years. Yeah. Yeah. It brought back memories. And did you love it as a kid? Loved it this next, this the last time? Yeah, I loved it. I loved it as a kid. I loved Home Alone 2. Um, yeah. I just honestly didn't recollect a lot of the things that happened. I had to rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was just as good as the first time. Absolutely agree with both of you. Love this film. Feel like everybody. It's just one of those movies that if you don't like it, it what's wrong? With it you? must be a top five Christmas film of all time. I think it's the top Christmas film of all time. It's one of the top just grossing movies. I know it's like up there because it made a ridiculous amount of money and was in theaters for like nine months. Because it was a kids movie and, and Macaulay Culkin was... Parents are always looking for something to take their kids to go see. Yeah. Like that is yeah. guaranteed. So I saw it with on the date and then I saw it again with my dad. Nice. And I might have seen it at like like after like a soccer party or something. You know what I mean? We were Makes like, sense. let's go to the theater. Yay! I yeah. mean, it was So you saw it three times in theaters. Dude, I've seen a lot of movies three times. I saw The Master, <laughs> wow. the Paul Thomas Anderson oh. Scientology movie three love times. That movie. I saw Gravity six times in the theater. Six times, Josh. I loved Gravity. <laughs> We're top. Bring me back when you do one about gravity because okay. that's that's one I really want to talk about. We just, have done gravity before, unfortunately, but uh, if they come out with a sequel, did you really? <laughs> well, you know what's funny, and this is the reason why I go to see movies over and over again now is because usually it has to do with the score. There's right, something sure. about the music. The tomatoes? Because no, 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 no. <laughs> Are you sure you're not a comedian, doctor? Because that was good. He plays a comedian. Uh, doctor. Play, he, <laughs> We're switching roles today. I'm the doctor of humor. <laughs> um, no, I went to um, no, but it's like if I. 
you could listen to like Gravity. I loved the score from that movie, mm-hmm. and so I, I, it's like I could listen to the soundtrack on Spotify, but it doesn't have the same effect as like seeing those images sure. and hearing that music. Yeah, uh, and it's just so. I mean, that usually is what brings me back. I'm sure that pushed you to see this movie multiple times. Uh, John Williams oh. stepped in supposedly like at the last second. He like slid in to do the score for this film. They had somebody else in mind, and they had another project come up. Yeah, which I think was Five Goes West, if my memory serves. Me right, which is another great film. So, okay, written by John Hughes, obviously. And before we get into the film, I just want to talk about John Hughes for a second because he's so fantastic. And uh, because you're a doctor, he died at 59 of a heart attack. People sure. said he was in pretty good health. And so, why does that happen? Why does heart attacks happen? Or why do <laughs> people say they're, they're in good Death health? In Apparently, general. Trump thinks he's in amazing health. So. <laughs> What's the meaning of life? <laughs> What's the meaning of life? There, you know, it depends on how many times you've seen a doctor, what he's been diagnosed in the past. There's risk factors for heart attacks, mm-hmm. smoking, high cholesterol. Smoking cigarettes or smoking anything? Cigarettes, definitely. Smoking anything, probably. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Um, high cholesterol hypertension or like high blood pressure, you know, as you get older, you know, your arteries kind of just get messed up over, over time. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a lot of other risk factors that aren't really calculated. Like if you have HIV, that's a, that's part of a risk. That's a risk factor as well. Got you. So would the safest thing then to like, would you say going to the doctor and getting these things checked out is like the smartest move to try and avoid or be aware that you might I mean, have a heart tr- attack? Truthfully, I don't even go see the doctors. I am a doctor, but I don't see the doctors really unless I have to get something done. But I think I'm still mm. young. That sounds like most Americans, though, yeah. I would say, or at least people in our age demographic. When I talk to anybody or just myself, if I'm suffering from something, if I have an injury, I will do anything I can to avoid going to see the doctor. Not trying to offend you, but since you said it, I'm agreeing. Wait, yeah. do you have insurance, though? I do not currently. Okay, so then I understand, because if you have insurance, there's a lot of people that have insurance that don't go to the doctor. I have insurance, and I don't go to the doctor. I haven't been <clears throat> or gotten a physical in so long. My doctor right now is the high that blood pressure machine at the CVS when you're waiting for for medication. Yeah. That's my doctor. <laughs> and I know I'm hitting right in the good range. Wait, that's actually a good thing to do. I tell all oh. my patients to, you know, check their blood pressures at those CVSs or Walgreens or whatever. Nice. I always yeah. want to and I feel dumb for like wasting the other person's time that I'm there with, usually my girlfriend. But I love those <laughs> machines. I want to do that all do the time it. just because it's fun. Dude, it well, kind of squeezes your biceps and makes your biceps look a little bigger. Yeah. Oh, you, you know that. that. <laughs> feel the, you feel your heart beating a little. Yeah. If I, and, but but let me ask you, like, is this is why I think I'm so worried to go to the doctor? And why is it that like people are like, ah, I never go to the doctor. I'm in perfect health. And then they go to the doctor. They have a disease. Like they're like, oh, well, you have uh, X like, kind of cancer and you've got like three weeks to live. And then they die. Like that's how people don't oh, go. They didn't get that's it early enough. Yeah, because because it's like I feel like if I just don't go, right. then I'm going to be fine. Mm. Yeah, I would I would have to disagree with that. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Um, I mean, it's good to just go to the doctors at least once a year. You know, at least once a year, especially in, as you get older. We'll just take blood tests and see what your blood levels are for different things mm-hmm. and then check your blood pressure on the spot and just listen to you. Um, talk. You could, you could talk about your problems. We keep it confidential. People are scared to, first of all, I agree with you tenfold. People are scared to get their blood uh, drawn. Do you encounter that? People don't want to go do that, get their blood tested. You know, if you're getting your blood tested, you might as well get a lot of things tested. Ooh. Um, I guess people are scared. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really on the other side of it. And also the okay. nurses or the medical assistants usually bro- uh, draw the blood for me. If, yeah, you're, yeah. If, you're, if your blood pressure is, like, perfect from the CVS machine, yeah. 
does that mean I'm okay? <laughs> like, if I had cancer, would, would my blood pressure be would off? Would that be a telltale sign? Yeah. I don't think there's a correlation between cancer and blood pressure. They're two. They're two <laughs> still distinct. at risk, Josh. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I think you're good. I think yeah, I'm good. You, you yeah. should honestly check your blood pressure at the CVS, dude. Look, if at me, it's right? normal there, look at me. I, look Picture at, of health. Look, I, dude. I. Well, here's the deal. I'm on a routine. Forget how. Fuck Home Alone, dude. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a physical right today. <laughs> I love it. That's what the show has turned into. I um, was gonna ask you that also, just quick. By the way, like, does this happen very often where people find out you're a doctor and they're like, like let me ask you ten thousand questions? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people ask silly questions. When I'm like, I was at a hookah lounge and I was smoking hookah. Uh, I was up at Secret in Hollywood a couple weeks ago, and one one person kept asking me about, oh, I have this like cough. I was like, yeah, you're smoking hookah right now. Obviously, you have a cough. Like, yeah, makes sense. Leave me alone. Yeah, let no. me chill out. Yeah, a lot of people ask questions. Now. I'm I'm just like, you know, you should probably ask these to your doctor. They see you all the time. They know more. Yeah, yeah they yeah. know more about you. They know your history. Yeah. I'm just going to see you for, what, five, six minutes right now and then try to answer some questions. Yeah, you're not a psychic. My uh, sister's a doctor. She's a, a pediatrician in Maryland, and I, I don't ever ask her for anything except for, like, prednisone for my throat sometimes <laughs> when I lose my voice because I perform so much. And she gives me, like, a boatload of shit about it. She's like, go to your doctor. And I'm like, but it's like, that'll take, like, three hours. Like, yeah. set up the appointment and all that. Do you have fa- Do you get mad at your family members and they ask you for stuff I'm not asking for oxy I got a guy for that well first I don't <laughs> okay, I don't know no. if prednisone is the is the you know thing that you should be prescribed for just the throat what what is it uh oh like uh, sore throat? In, inflammation in oh, my vocal cords yeah it's okay. just inflammation. Josh does a lot of singing Josh does a lot of yelling if you haven't seen hey, Josh perform and you're a listener go check that out also a proof that picture of health a lot I, of energy. I am, I am yeah. You're well, coming at it. I'm very active. Yeah. yeah. I eat extremely well. The same food every day, and it's all clean. Like, I cook for myself. I yeah. drink. Here's the, the magical thing. Mm. Listeners, if you're listening, everybody go out and get it. It's called E3 Live. It is a blue algae from this, like, lake in Portland, and I drink it every day. Everything on my butt. <clears throat> my nails have gotten better. My hair have gotten better. Like, my eyes, I feel better. Arjun's looking at you up. like, stop selling snake oil to people. Stop snake oil. I, I have no this idea is what the that stuff. is. But... This is the stuff. You got a free sample. I'll try it, too. Oh, oh great. Shit, I should have brought it. What I'm saying. Oh, yeah, it's... why didn't you bring your algae, man? I Because you got to defrost it, and I <laughs> and I set it up. <laughs> why do you have to defrost it? Because you have it in the freezer because it's frozen. so precious. Okay, okay. Because it, you have what, a couple months to in the freezer and I, you just defrost every day? So I have a, all right, so I used to be addicted to drugs many years ago and then, and I lived such a horrible lifestyle. So as I started to clean my life up, I was like, I want to stop whatever damage I might've done. So it was, it was start being more active, get enough sleep, uh, put every, you know, eat the same time every day, eat very whole, like, you know, healthy foods, whole grains, raw foods, uh, Raw foods, but like I eat like turkey meat is my protein every day, you know, and it's like I don't I don't have sugar. I don't have dairy. You know, I'm very just turkey, just turkey. Well, it's very cheap. It's like you can buy <laughs> yeah. three pounds of ground turkey meat for 12 bucks. And if you know you eat two of those a week, that's like, you know, that's twenty four dollars. Then some whole wheat pasta. That's four <laughs> bucks. And then some <laughs> really ha- you really eight. have it down. Yeah, yeah. He's got the whole system. Uh, and by the way, quick point, just randomly jumping back to Please. six minutes ago, you mentioned your sister lives in Maryland, which I think was one of the top places uh, that that gets robbed every year in the United States. That's one of the top states. Maryland? Yeah, I was looking up robbery statistics because of Home Alone. And <laughs> I've, I believe that came up. I, 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 well, one. <clears throat> 
So look out. There's a lot of money and there's a lot of like where I grew up in Montgomery County is some of the richest people in the world because you have the politicians and you have some IT people from AOL and just like a lot of the DC money. And then you have just people that worked in the work in the city. And and then you have like it's it's the area I grew up in in Germantown. It's like the richest of the rich and then the poorest of the poor. Right. And so I think there's like, to be honest, there's great places to rob. You <laughs> Go know, check it there's out, like Steve. a lot of rich people. And you know what? Fuck them. They, you know what? They they work their ass off like you, man. You're a doctor. You can afford to get robbed a couple times. I'm still broke right now. How are you <laughs> broke? Why do doc? That pisses me. My sister's I, the same way. Well, why, Cedar Sinai is nonprofit, broke? right? So uh, maybe well, that that's not it. why I'm broke. I'm broke oh, okay. because I went through medical school. And ah, they, they charge still young. $70,000 a year. Right. If you add that up plus interest, I'm probably 350 racks in debt. So my sister <laughs> moved. <laughs> Haven't checked. I, I don't even want to check right now. <laughs> so my sister was living in Baltimore, and then she she finished her residency at, like, University of Maryland. Uh, and then she went, she got offered the, to move to a clinic in Salisbury, Maryland. So that's, like, two hours away from from Baltimore, and they were like, if you work here for four years, we'll pay off your complete debt. So yeah, if you they, want, they I can that. call my sister, and you can move to Salisbury. <laughs> I don't I know mean, if I want to move there. I kind of like L.A. I'm not from here, but I like it. Yeah, it's nice here. Wouldn't there be, like, a clinic maybe in, like, you know, like— Wyoming? No, 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 <laughs> like, in California, but just maybe, like, you'd have to drive an hour, like, Ventura County. Oh, they got to have like Oxnard, because they don't have enough doctors, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if Ventura County is a good example of that. Probably, like, Inland Empire. All right, listen, before we (laughs) get, I already can feel like, yeah, we can talk for hours, obviously, about (laughs) God Can I vape in here? Absolutely. Is Um, vaping bad? (laughs) It's better than smoking. Here we go. See, raw. I think. I don't think there's enough data. Sleep. This guy's on top of it. Vape. I love vaping. I can't. That's all I got left, guys. This is all I got. I vape to escape. Okay, let's let's go over a few of these Home Alone things. Get them out of the way, and then we can talk about vape and CBD. And I'm having so water. much fun. Great. By We're already way, in I'm it. Sorry, I just took over with the doctor. Don't apologize for anything. I think this is all fantastic. Can I get some Lipitor? <laughs> hey, come on, man. Come on, it up. Man. You seem like a homie. <laughs> what all is right. this on my on my belly? Is it, is this, is Josh, you're bleeding is, in the studio. Is this a skin tag <laughs> or is this cancer? Okay, so I wanted to mention how awesome all of the acting was in this movie. Catherine O'Hara, Joe Pesci, John Candy. Uh, I looked up that John Candy improvised all of his lines in this movie. Everything was improvised by John Candy. And he did the movie for free. And he filmed all of his parts in one day. It was a 23-hour day for John Candy. Made up everything. Didn't charge a dime. Super badass. That's like, well, that's what one thing I, I think is because John Hughes is such a prolific force of the 80s. I mean, The Breakfast Club, Pretty in Pink, uh, Uncle Buck, and the guy just, you know, made these incredible movies. And it really helped launch John Candy's career with Uncle Buck. And uh, which came trains, out before, automobiles yeah. also before. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, like th- that's what I'm, you know, I do that kind of stuff. There's people that I've helped or helped me or just whatever. It's like whatever sure. they need. If you if you respect somebody's art, you of course, you'd work for free. You yeah. know, uh, and just totally fucking nailed it. So Nailed good in this it. movie. Yeah, he really is. So good. He was so funny. And it was based on a real guy. Uh, look it up, guys. Polka King, whatever the hell. Anyways, I thought going into this, speaking of how you haven't seen it in six years, that like throughout the movie, there was just a bunch of booby traps and uh, violence, yeah. uh, funny uh, physical comedy stuff. But it's really just at the end. 
So just yeah. to talk about that for a second, the movie holds up. The movie's fantastic. The movie made a bajillion dollars. And the parts that we're kind of remembering or, or that I think are at least like famous in the movie, it's really just the last like 15 minutes. The rest of the movie is just a great, wholesome, funny, engaging, <laughs> suspenseful story. About parents that left their kid and, you know, I mean, that's horrible. They left their kid. How yeah. do you forget, like, your child? Yeah, but that's kind of a cool lesson of the movie or moral or story that these parents are so caught up in their own shit and their own, you know, all the family yeah. and, like, hectic lifestyle yeah. that they forgot their child. And yeah. then the mom has that whole revelation where she, that's probably going to affect her the rest of her life. Yeah. And then they did it again in part two. <laughs> that's yeah, that's right. Well, they had to. They, I mean, that's, the money was that's, too good. You know <laughs> um, okay, Kevin breaks the fourth wall, talks directly to the camera, kind of randomly at points in this film. And I just wanted to point out that I love that and thought that was great. Um, the a scene with the spider on Daniel Stern's face uh, was, you know, and very clearly an actual tarantula on his face was shot with one take, and he wasn't able to scream. That was like. In post, he wasn't screaming because it would scare the spider, which I thought was adorable. Wow, that makes sense. That makes <laughs> yeah. complete sense. Okay, so here's some people that could have played, they were considered for the role of Joe Pesci's character, Harry. Do you know about Can any? I guess? Yes, guess. Please. All right, here we go. Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> no, not on the list. Okay. <laughs> All right, no, in a real, realistically, um, You'll get it. I feel like if you take a stab at it, you'll probably get one of these. It's, all right, just give me this. Is it a is he like a dramatic actor or a comedic actor? Uh, there's kind of both on this list. Jack Palance. No. Okay, then I give up. <laughs> oh, okay. De Niro was the more oh, obvious one. De Niro. Why, I, I, why am I I'm trying to always be funny, doctor? What is wrong with me? Why do I always try to be? I'm kidding. Well, he's not a therapist. It's <laughs> true. I but he probably knows. Uh, you could probably diagnose That's somebody. That's just you. You're being you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Tell my dad that. <laughs> Get him on the phone. Get him on the phone. Let's record it. Um, okay, so yeah, De Niro uh, turned it down. John Lovitz turned it down. Um, DeVito was considered for the role. I could see that. That makes yeah. sense. This one I found very strange. Phil Collins was considered for the role. Completely <laughs> seriously. Uh, Christopher Lloyd uh, and Rowan Atkinson. All considered. I can see all of those working. That's, you know, those are all great casting choices. But, I mean, Pesci is that character yeah, just destroys he, it. What's yeah, great about Pesci is that he carries the weight of, of, of really intense drama. I mean, if you've seen raging bull or Goodfellas or casino, I mean, yeah. the guy can be the most evil person in the world, but then he's so sweet. He was in gone fishing and like, yeah, he's yeah. got, he walks <laughs> do in it all. Lethal world, weapon so four. Lethal weapon. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Not the one I would have thought of, but I, I know, mean, I, know. I, I dig came, it. I, see, I like nowhere. where you're going, Heath. Uh, so yeah. So I, I was wondering, speaking of, all these great dramatic films that Joe Pesci was in if he had trouble on set uh, not cursing and he did it turns out he was cursing uh, throughout the film and they had to continuously remind him not to do that especially because Macaulay Culkin was a kid yeah. and it's like a fucked up move uh, which I thought was great and uh, okay so I have a fear of robbery which I found out is like one of the most common fears like top five top three fear wow, but I've uh, been mugged I've all three times mugged. whoa okay let's talk about this then what <laughs> tell me your mugging uh, story yeah, hit the doctor first because mine okay mine's gonna probably 
Trump it's better is. than mine. Yeah, I mean, I've been. Yeah, I'm gonna go with one of them. That's well, really good. Are you talking about getting mugged on the spot or getting your apartment robbed? Um, it can be. Yeah, I've mugged. had both happen. Oh, oh, wow. then I'm then then we're, this is a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we fuck. So this. no, I went to Santa <laughs> Barbara terrible. for undergrad, and it was Halloween. I think this was junior year of college. <laughs> okay, and you know how there's like fifty thousand people. Santa Barbara, Isla sure. Vista, Del, Del Playa. By the time you were graduating, it was everybody's dress is Borat. You know what I mean? It's, it was a Borat phase. Remember that when everybody? Yeah. yeah. But I left my apartment. We all went out. We drank. We partied. I come back, and the house is wiped clean. Wow. Oh, they got everything? Well, they got my wallet. That's all I cared about. But they, they just like, they kind of just messed everything up, you know? Oh, like, that's good. That's yeah. not so bad. He said wiped clean. I was like, what'd they get? Well, I didn't have just my wallet. They just got my air popcorn machine. That's all they got, the air popper. As a college student, wallet and laptop is everything. Yeah. And they yeah. got my wallet and laptop. Oh man, I got my laptop stolen first year of college. Yeah, it's in Boston. miserable, dude. Yeah. I'm gonna. That so sucked. I've been, I've been shot at, uh, shot at, robbed on the corner of Franklin and Beachwood in a random gang initiation slash robbery. Holy I was crap. robbed trying to buy drugs in downtown LA in the corner of Six and Los Angeles Street. Like I was almost choked out to death uh, and robbed. Like where these this this drug dealer said he was going to give me oxys and he kept like dicking around and I had $700 in my jacket pocket and eventually he kept bringing back different kind of painkillers and I was like dude that's not what I want those are Norcos trust me I know what they look like <laughs> I'm an addict and he and he's just like nah man hold up and then so this other guy I this other guy's like walking around and then the guy like um starts you know dicking around then he starts smoking crack whoa and you know what's funny? This is how much of a drug addict I was. I was like, dude, this guy is smoking crack right in front of me. I should go. But then the drug addict side of my brain was like, he might be okay. Don't worry. Just let it sit. That's not Don't such worry. a red flag. You know, I mean, who knows? Maybe the crack gives him energy to get the oxys. So oh then I God. go, dude, I got to get out of here. And then he gets in front of me. And then a dude came up from behind me, started choking me, and started nice. going, you're going to die. You're going to die. And then he grabbed my pant pocket and ripped Whoa. my pants. And because that, that's where the money was, Damn. but I had thirty dollars in one in one pocket, and I had seven hundred dollars in a pocket in my in my jacket. So he only got thirty bucks. Oh, so you kind of intel intelligently distributed your money. Yeah, so you got to. You got robbed. Yeah. They might just see one of the two. But Smart. That, that's, but that, that's kind of a Kevin move. That's smart. Yeah, man. it really you, was. You were ready for it. It really was. And then I went back to my car and I and I got my gun and then I found oh, him and gosh. I killed them. <laughs> I killed them. I killed them both. Yeah, I mean, we all knew that that's where this was yeah, uh, headed. Knowing you, <laughs> did I just admit guilt? <laughs> no, it's no, been no. Over seven years, everybody, you can't do anything. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, back uh, to the home. <laughs> back to back to nineteen nineties beautiful children uh, heartwarming story. Home Alone. Um, Pesci, uh, at some point, I thought this was fun, bit uh, Macaulay Culkin's finger. I don't know if you guys know about that. But, you know, towards the end where they have him, like, on the hook. And yeah, he's like, I'm yeah. going to bite your fingers off one by one. And then he gets shoveled in the head. But during that, or I guess one of those takes, he, like, actually bit Macaulay Culkin's finger. And he still has a scar from that. Wow. Oh, so he, he bit it to the point of, but you know what? That's, if you're going to have a scar that's from a, cool, a Joe Pesci biting, yeah, that's I mean, cool. how many people? That wasn't actually on film, though. 
No, was not uh, on film. Was not on no. film. But it did happen, and I agree with you. I think that's a very cool yeah. scar. Do- the doctor would know. He was probably four glasses of wine deep watching it last <laughs> night. Like, oh, I don't remember a finger biting. Honey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, grab the Merlot <laughs> and bring some cheese from Rockford. Yeah, you guys can't see the doc, but he's a he's an aristocrat. Obviously, he's oh, like very God. opulent, dude. Uh, super fancy. But everything broke, about according him. to him. Broke, but broke, and, and three hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. <laughs> We're starting a GoFundMe for him. <laughs> um, okay, a few of last trivia points. We'll get to all this medical stuff, I promise you. It's going to get so... We're going to feel I'm like I'm having so much fun, so I hope I'm not ruining this. You're doing great. Okay. We're going to feel like we're in a hospital in a second, I swear to Christ. Um, the movie that he's watching, I was very curious about. It's called Angels with Filthy Souls. It says the name of it. There's like an insert shot, and mm-hmm. he puts it in the VHS. Yeah. That's not a real film. They created those scenes to look like an old movie. It's a parody of a film, which is called Angels with Dirty Faces. Yep. So have, have you seen that film? I've known that, and I've seen that. It's a great James Cagney's okay. in it. Yeah, oh, I know that movie. I can't believe— Worth watching? Eve- Should we check that out? Oh, any any of the the great film noir movies are you should watch the Man, uh, not Manchurian Candidate, the Maltese Falcon. You should watch the Third Man. Um, the, it, what, film noir was the was uh, was Hollywood's reacting to the aftermath of World War II because of how depressing America was, uh, people losing their lives. So that they started making these very intense like crime dramas and they're they're fantastic awesome. some of my favorite movies I wanted to immediately when it came on watch that film and then uh, yeah upon realizing this I was like oh well it's kind of like this film they based it off this film should I see this film so I'm glad you said something yeah please oh watch it yeah okay great and bring me back with right I was gonna say you have to watch it now also <laughs> all right I'll watch it I'll okay watch we'll it. find something to talk about it'll be fine um okay and now I have injuries sure. so this is where oh but before we get there, and and we have a game, by the way, Josh, which I did not tell you. Oh, about. I'm so in. But I'm going to put you under the microscope in a second and ask you to diagnose certain things based on their symptoms. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, this perfect. This is the greatest podcast I've ever done, by the way. I'm and so the first fun. podcast Dr. Arjan has ever done. Yes, it is. Okay, not the last, cool. though, because we're bringing you back. <laughs> For angels, with, angels dirty with dirty faces. <laughs> I'll okay. supply the wine. Don't prescribe Oxy to everyone. No. <laughs> we're all going to do Oxy and watch this film. That's the only way to do it. Um, okay, so yeah, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Uh, hang around. The break is over. Here we go, back to the show about science. Okay, guys, we're back. Obviously, we've been back talking about God knows what drugs and such for a while, the opioid epidemic, Um, which, uh, you know, if you're on opioids just from us three to you, cut it out. Right. Well, I mean, you can't just go cold turkey. I think you got to reduce oh. it little by little. You can go cold turkey. I, I mean, went cold turkey uh, multiple times. Well, you're it's, a turkey fan. You've already <laughs> told us about the turkey. Look at you. It's a riff fest over <laughs> it's here. It's a riff fest over it, it's, sure. I, I think there is. I think you can go cold turkey. It's if you're trying to get off of it and reduce the amount of pain that you're going through or you through with with withdrawal. Like okay, so non doctor Josh Adam Meyer says go cold turkey. It's all good. Smoke and weed, doctor. Smoke weed, uh, take kratom. Arjun Gower says, 
Uh, maybe don't go cold turkey. Go to do little by little. Is that the uh, like yeah. a nicotine patch, basically? Same I mean, theory. The the patients that come to my clinic, we usually and they're on a lot of opioids. We usually say like reduce ten to fifteen percent every single time we see them. Man, that's got to be tough though to just do littler of something. I don't know. For me, well, mentally, I, I mean, it's probably easier to do that than go cold turkey. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty. And what's funny about opioid opioid withdrawal or detox is you feel like you're gonna die, but you but actually don't. You you can't you, die. You can't from die from withdrawal. it. You can okay. die from coming off but of benzos. You mean you like pain levels? You just, like you're pain. coming off benzos. You could you could have seizures from benzo withdrawal, but opioid Damn. withdrawal, you just feel like shit for how long? Like if you went could, cold turkey, could be could be you know a day, could be two days, could be upwards of a five, week. Yeah, five days. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, but it's like it, it gets it decreases. It's usually mm-hmm. like there's ways of speeding it up. You go to like a sauna and you start trying <laughs> to sweat it out, or yeah. But you can sense. you can reduce anything by like smoking weed. Uh, a lot of people are using kratom now to come off of opiates because it like I said it affects the same receptors. But mm-hmm. or you could do it the you know the also still narcotic way, which is like suboxone or. Uh, mm-hmm. Methadone, methadone. Yeah. but that's gotcha. that's just trading one drug for another. You're going to be addicted to. So, so how about just saunas in general? Saunas healthy? How often should we do that? I like saunas. I don't know anything about. I mean, are you talking about dry or steam? Both. Well, I like the steam saunas. I feel like I sweat more. I sure. don't know if it's just like the wetness in the sauna, but I feel like I'm sweating more. I yeah. think it's like more difficult to to sit in there, yeah. which is why I like it. I like the steam one yeah. more because I just feel like I'm, I'm, I don't know, doing more. It helps into your my throat body. too. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, well, because you're breathing in such high humidity, <laughs> it kind of clears up your your nasal. Yeah, I did yeah, that. oh yeah. Okay, so sauna, steam room. Uh, yeah, those thumbs are up. Yeah, those dry, are, I mean, not a, as much. Wear sandals. I feel like they're always a little dirty. Mm, good call. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I mean, especially the ones at 24 Hour Fitness. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, everybody. You're out a doctor, there. man. You can be going to Equinox, bro. Like, come <laughs> not on, yet, man. Not yet. I told you about this. <laughs> Fucking death, dude. That, <laughs> that, that's why they get you. <laughs> I would uh, love an Equinox <laughs> subscription. So, okay, guys, we're we're starting to go fund me to help out the doc. Yeah, uh, uh, Doctor really wants an Equinox <laughs> subscription. He needs it. Um, I mean, you already look like you're in great shape, though. I might, if I may say. Oh, I appreciate that. I'm hey, flattered. Oh. He's in great shape, guys. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll send a lot of uh, provocative pictures out uh, online, so you guys can check that out. <laughs> okay, let's go through a few just rapid fire injuries from the film. Yes, and you tell me what you thought while watching, how you would treat it, sure, and and uh, etc. Okay, he falls down the stairs. They're both they both fall down the stairs. Are you talking about when he slipped down the stairs? Yes. Okay. And both of those, to me, look like... Joe Pesci like, slipped twice. Yes, correct. <laughs> and his were more mundane than, uh, I don't remember the other guys, uh, uh, Marv? Stern. Oh, well, Marv, yeah, yeah, yeah Marv. Marv. Then Marv's. He fell down like a lot of stairs, it seemed like. Uh, that kind of thing you don't get up from as easily. So yeah. I just wanted your take just viewing the injury. I mean, if he's getting up, he must not be injured that much, you okay. know? But there is, like, you know, you always risk, like, if... Someone gets really bad head damage or head injury. Are they bleeding inside their brain? You know, you always worry about that. Mm. But since he got up, he should be. He looked fine. He never lost consciousness. Right. So. But also, it could be adrenaline, right? It could be because you. Yeah, I've sure. got you've gotten, somebody. Yeah, you got into car accidents. Somebody rear ends you, and yeah. you get out of the car, and they're like, "You okay?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And then yeah. the next day, mm-hmm. you have either you could have a concussion, a neck injury. Yeah. I mean, so. That that could have been, you know, wouldn't you think that maybe they're trying to rob this place and they're right. so their adrenaline's up because they're trying to get this fucking so, kid. So if he actually lost consciousness, you know, we would have him 
get a CT scan of his brain to make sure he's not bleeding. Right, right. There's some bleeds in the brain where you're conscious and then you lose consciousness. It's called like a talk and die phenomenon where you're like completely fine, you're talking, and then all of a sudden you get worse. Whoa, talk and die phenomenon? That's what I might have made that talk and die phenomenon. But (laughs) (laughs) Great name. I'm hooked in. That sounds great. That should be the name of your book. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like a good comedy a record, record uh, name. <laughs> the Talk and Die talk phenomenon. And die. <laughs> Sounds great. Okay. They are shot uh, by, I guess, like a BB gun that thing? Was yeah, that what that was? Yeah. In the groin, and yeah. then he's shot in the face. Yeah. And, uh, You've and never been shot by a BB gun before? No. Oh. It doesn't I, really yeah, hurt. It doesn't hurt. I, I, I've, it doesn't been, hurt. Okay. I've been shot. I, no big deal. It, it could break the skin, like pierce the skin, and maybe leave a bruise. Okay. But it's not like... Yeah. There's, dude, I remember somebody, my buddy got shot by a really, like, a highly pumped one, and it went into his leg, and the doctor was like, there's no point in taking it out. It, it'll just... Whoa. He just, just gonna, has a BB. It'll, it'll force its way out. Like, your your body will push it out, right, eventually? Yeah. Well, I mean, me and my friends actually bought BB guns in high school, and we shot each other all the time. It doesn't hurt that much. I mean, his BB gun looked a lot bigger than mine. Mine was like a little little handgun BB gun. Yeah. But... And now he's you a don't look like, criminal. Yeah, you, look like you, don't have a, you look like you don't have a big BB gun. Hey, so, yeah. Man, you guys no. are really getting at each other today. Oh, talk and die. <laughs> talk and die. Talk baby. and die. Welcome to Talk and Die, Josh Adamon. <laughs> um, okay, they, he, he grabs the, the, the door handle yeah. and burns his hand. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. That looked bad, and his, like, his hand was like smoking, which I don't know. I think that was just for effect. Yeah, probably. and then you heard him put it in the snow, and then it had that sound like, yeah. Yeah, great sound. That, that's not going to happen, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be worried about burns, you know, like there's different degrees of burns. There's like first degree burn, which is basically very mild. It's like a sunburn. You you hang out on the beach for a day and then you get sunburned. Mm-hmm. You just put aloe on it. You might take an NSAID or something like that, ibuprofen, whatever. Um, then there's fourth degree burns where it's like going all the way to the muscle slash bone. Damn. Oh. And then there's stuff in between second and third. I don't know how to differentiate them, but- wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> Thought you'd know. Yeah. <laughs> but I wish I was quizzing you. <laughs> um, it didn't, I mean, he got burned. It depends on how bad the burn was. It depends on how thick, how full thickness the burn went through your skin. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looked pretty bad. It left that like very red mark. Like it branded him. Yeah. yeah. Branded he got branded. Yeah. So what, what level of a maybe burn is, is, maybe the adrenaline, of course. Yeah. But what level of, of a burn is a brand? So when you brand like a horse, or yeah. you see those like guys or, in fraternities that yeah, like brand yeah. their logos, and what is that? Uh, probably second, maybe third. I don't know how to wow. differentiate second or third, but you mm-hmm. know it's more than just first because it's going through the skin and it's leaving pretty much a permanent. Yeah, permanent I was gonna scar. say so. Yeah. Second yeah. degree means permanent scarring. Well, I don't know actually. I don't know. Are you a doctor? Well, it's like first degree will come back. Uh, you could just treat like with aloe. Who is this guy, man? This motherfucker. I don't know, everything. Dude. You know, there's burn centers for these. He's got a lot of bits. Everything is, yeah, he's got a lot of bits. Everybody, all of his cures have been like, you know, just put aloe on. So wait, like, yeah, let's, cancer? Wait, let's, let's talk about that for a quick yeah. second. What is your specialty? Because it's not people coming in with broken Me- legs. Medicine. Medicine. So, so yeah. If it's a mild, you know, I could take care of that. The thing is, if it's a full thickness burn, and it depends on how much surface area the burn takes up, mm-hmm. the pr- the person's probably losing a lot of fluids somehow. Yeah. So we'd have to give them fluids and then treat the burns. But there's actually specific burn centers. And I think Cedars has a burn center. I'm not positive. But there's burn centers throughout the county, throughout L.A., and there's big burn centers throughout the country. Those are for people who are, like, in 
big fires or whatever, right. they'll go to those burn centers right. and they'll, they'll deal with them. Okay. But, but what are you diagnosing on a, on a day-to-day, you know, heart attack, uh, heart, uh, no, you, are you cardio, heart, lungs, okay. those type of things. So are you, are you, you're just a general practitioner? I'm a general medicine doctor. Let's fucking question the shit out I don't of this know guy. Let's interrogate it. Turn off the lights. So, I mean, I listen. I, I I know kind of what it means. I yeah. think, but is so it like, when you see your doctor, yeah, which you which I never been, do. Yeah, okay. I don't have if one. you do go see your doctor, it would be a general medicine doctor. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't go see a specialist right off the bat. My yeah. my ENT who looks at my vocal cords because I had vocal cord surgery, so I go to uh, ENT mm-hmm. and he looks at them and yeah. he, he works on my throat. But then now just to break just yeah just but he's, he's a specialist. But just yeah. but to break up their practices now, all the ENTs do uh, like nose jobs and Botox. They do all that yeah. cosmetic shit. Oh, give too. his number. Well, that's do you in, want it? Oh my god, <laughs> I, I got you. More, but you look great. Oh, oh my god, that's oh. probably more prevalent in LA. <laughs> Maybe Miami. But oh yeah, dude, makes sense. Yeah. Um, and sorry, of course, yeah. to question your absolute uh, oh, expertise, I, I, which we do not have. <laughs> Let me see your stethoscope. <laughs> I don't believe this shit. Yeah, every doctor I've seen has one. Um, okay, an iron falls onto his face yeah. from what seems to be a story or so up. Yeah, is he going to suffer a concussion? Would that be? Or, I don't well, know. Well, he didn't seem to have concussion symptoms. He just kind of got up. He was very pissed off. You're talking about Marv, right? Yes. That's the same kind of first degree burn situation. Like it just like left a red mark. But okay. but in okay. the yeah. real world, yeah, not in the, in the John Hughes oh, okay. universe, if, if you got hit by a paint can to the face yeah. right. and then fell and landed on your back and your head, would you be able to get up would immediately? You, most of you, you'd be concussed. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> you are the hey, doctor man, I'm now. Just, I'm the, I got my sister's a doctor, which means I got part doctor in me. Uh, we already talked about burns, but there was the blowtorch to the scalp, which seemed like a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> that would totally. That's a funny scene because he just goes like, ah! That's just so great. <laughs> Stands there for so a bit. Great. Yeah, he's like in shock or something, I guess. Um, and then there's like the shovel to the head. There's also a crowbar to the chest. Oh, yeah. When you're trying to hit the, the spider. Right, the exactly. Yeah. That was another moment I thought like, oh, man, this guy, that must have just cracked a rib. Right. Or, like, yeah. A lung or, yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. Okay, cool. Um, there's a microwavable mac and cheese that he makes. And I just wanted to ask the two of you if there are microwave foods that you like. No. I, I don't yeah, even I mean, own a microwave anymore. I got rid of nice. it because it's so you're, bad for you're, you. You're very healthy. I am very healthy. Dude, you should have seen the amount of drugs I used to do. I'm (laughs) I'm literally just trying to just... You know, dude, I'm only 39 and I look like I'm 60, bro. Oh, look at both, my face. We're both in dude. our 30s. Really? Yeah. yeah, but I look far older. Like, I can get you a discount great, at the Arc Light. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'll hook you up with my Botox, dude, but you look great. I'm not saying that because you should change your nose, but you do look fantastic <laughs> and you seem to be in great shape. Um, I was just curious if there was ones that you thought were tasty or you just dug or would recommend to someone that's, I don't know, in college. Uh, I mean, I used to be a Bagel Bites and a Chicken Nuggets guy, mm-hmm. but it's actually better in the toaster oven. Both oh, of those. Of always, of even like the Mama Celeste, like that's a microwavable pizza. If you throw it in the oven, yeah, it's, it's you always know, better. If you cook something on like a pan, put a little olive oil in there and just and just heat up your food, it tastes like a fresh meal. Yes. Aside yeah. from the, the weird, you know, the microwaves cook food so shittily yeah. that it's yeah. just like it's one part's cold, one part's crunchy, and one part's burnt. It's good for Chinese leftovers. And Thai. I don't know if you oh, had Thai leftovers call. this morning, but. It no, is I a didn't. good feeling no. to get like just a minute or two of yeah. your leftovers in the microwave and then eat it. I don't know. I don't know. It's like uh, very satisfactory, very quick. I think microwaves are only good for boiling water quickly. That's what I look at. Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, I always boil water on the stuff. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, but, but you, sometimes you need it right now. Sometimes you need it. Tea in, kettle. In a minute and 30 yeah, seconds. I have a, you, I have a tea kettle. But does it, does it take a minute and 30 seconds? Probably four minutes. Nope. Well, you, can, <laughs> you just lost. I got extra minutes of my life back. You know what? You don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't. Oh, okay. So let's just do this game. How about that? Let's do sure. it. This game I'm calling Paging Dr. Myers. Paging Dr. Myers. Paging Dr. Myers. Where are you, Josh? I'm going to come in, give you some symptoms. Hit me. You tell me what the diagnosis is. Okay. First thing I need to ask is, yep. uh, are you cash patient or insurance? <laughs> cash patient, my cash? friend. Cash? Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So I'm stressed. All right. So. <laughs> All right. Here are my symptoms. Yeah. Anxiety. Apathy. Anxiety. What's apathy again? Like, is I don't care. Tired? I don't care about anything. Oh, you don't care about anything? Okay. Insomnia. Fatigue. Loss of appetite. Yeah. Social isolation. Yeah. You're very, I'm worried as a doctor, but continue on. <laughs> All right. You've got diarrhea. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to give you some diarrhea pills, some uh, modium AD. And uh, that's going to be $350. Okay. Here's no, um, let me, let me uh, consult with my, my colleagues in the back. Sure. Room. Yeah. Doctor, um, listen, I didn't go to medical school. And this yeah. guy's coming in here. He's apathetic and he's, he's uh, got anxiety. I'm thinking, I'm going to say, fuck. Man, I don't want to waste too much time thinking. Um, I just got to come up with an answer. Yeah, and I'm going to say, well, I'm he's- going to interrupt. Can I interrupt? Wow. Hit me. Love it. I'm worried that you're depressed. That's exactly that's what it what, is. No, but that's depression. Not a disease. Depression. That's not a disease. It absolutely is. It's fuck. a- Fuck. I knew- Nah, man, because I thought that's what it was. I was going to say that, but I didn't. That I was, I was actually is. trying to go for, like, cancer. Right, right. No, I'm not going to try and make you diagnose something crazy. Damn it. It's going to be stuff that maybe you can guess. All right. Fuck. All right. Hit me. Yeah. All but right. Are we going to the next one? Perfect one-on-one. Oh, no, but if you want to comment, please. Oh, yeah. I mean, if someone comes in with those symptoms, you know, you got to worry about this person being depressed. So you got to follow up with more questions, like... Are you having any suicidal ideation, homicidal ideation? You got to worry if they're a harm for themselves or for others. Yeah, you know, sure. Like that, you know? I would have done that. Yeah. Psychiatric yeah. console. I knew it was depressed. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just stood up and ran out of the room. It I was so true. mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I um, knew that. I saw it coming out of your mouth. but it I just didn't want to say it because it's like it's such an easy, that's low-hanging fruit. I was like, but I was actually trying to be like, think of like a disease. I was like, uh, fibromyalgia. You're going <laughs> you you know? to make up for it right now. That, was a, that was a warm-up round. I know. Warm -up. Yeah. But now that I know we're in that wheelhouse, I'm good. You're in it. Okay, here we go. My symptoms. Mm -hmm. A fever. Fever. Chills, <laughs> dehydration, fatigue, clammy skin, cough with phlegm. You had a cold, bro. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a cold. It sounds like, you know, maybe an upper respiratory infection or. And if you want to uh, spice it up with that, with those fancy schmancy words, I'm just sure call this it a can cold. be up for a lot of different stuff, but this is pneumonia. Sure. That's a call. Uh, it would it would be helpful if you had like shortness of breath, and then mm -hmm. you know if helpful. I list if I listen to you <laughs> with my stethoscope that I don't have right now, yep. then you'd have some coarse breath sounds or some you know I'd hear different norm like abnormal sounds in your lungs. Yeah, abnormal sounds in the lungs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's also that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, okay. So here we go. Next patient, fatigue, joint yep. pain. Everyone's fatigued. <laughs> you gotta be fatigued. Fatigue's like the go-to. Yeah, it's like that's like the you're coming into train. the hospital. Yeah, you're fatigued. fatigued. I'm fatigued right now. Uh, okay, fatigue, joint pain, rash, hair loss, and fever. This one's a little tougher. Not gonna lie to you. I want to say you live under a power line or something. Um, <laughs> no, hair loss. Yeah, fatigue, joint pain, joint pain, rash, and fever. Rash, rash, doc. Here's what I'm thinking. 
Here's what I am thinking. Th these are the patients where you just order a bunch of lab tests to see what is possible. You know, but like what, you, hair loss, guess, though, you got to take like stress. a weird telepathic, like, no, stress. No, uh, I'm not joint pain. It's not stress. It's it, not stress. Stress, isn't it? It's uh, a weird one. Is it one. you? So it's a 30 year old coming in with this. Sure. Or like how old? I don't know. So then you're worried about, you know, like. 30-year-old people, maybe an autoimmune phenomenon. How long has it been oh, going on? Like, it's lupus. Yeah. Okay, cool. Boom. Sweet. This guy's Dr. House. Last one. Fuck, he's killing me. Well, that's kind of his job. I know, but maybe you are a doctor. This one I think you're going to like, Josh. Okay. Cramping. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Nausea. Yep. Vomiting. Diarrhea. Oh, this, that's uh, inflammation of the stomach lining. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe it is. I don't know the... Specifics on this it, one. It's like, did he eat something weird? It Boom, sounds like a gastroenteritis. Poisoning. It's food poisoning. Yeah. AKA stomach inflammation <laughs> of the stomach lining. That's what my dog gets. Absolutely correct. Uh, you scored a perfect uh, 1,000. So no, I didn't. Uh, don't, get, don't humor uh, me. No, I have the points I, right here. Uh, I don't I, make I, the rules. Ah. <laughs> I, I knew depression, and I'm just so mad. <laughs> You're doing great. You're doing great. I know. I was right. looking at, like, an actual disease, like cystic fibrosis or something. That's what I was looking for, more of those. Yeah, well, I'm sure if I did more research and did a better job, you would have got You did more. great. You did so great. All right, we're so all great. buttering each other up. It's beautiful. Uh, it's the Christmas spirit, which is really what Home Alone it's is all year. about. Merry Christmas to you both. Uh, Happy Hanukkah, more specifically. I'm a Christmas guy. You're Even Christmas though I'm guy? Jewish, I'm a Christmas guy. Like, I mean, Christmas is way more fun. It's the festive. dopest holiday ever. There's, there, yeah. it's, it's I'm so actually a bigger Thanksgiving fan. That's my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanksgiving's like Christmas without Jesus. Right. It's just, it's just family Get together, love. bunch of food. Thanksgiving yeah. rocks. But Christmas is dope because it's such a good holiday that it gives you a pre. Gives you an eve. It gives you the whole day before. Really to get gives ready you the for. month. Everybody in December yeah. is in it. They're yeah. in Christmas yeah. the whole month. See, there's a quote actually I wrote down where uh, Catherine O'Hara's uh, character says, "It's Christmas, the season of perpetual hope," and I was like, "Yeah." That's cool. Yeah, I that's like awesome. that. We should all think of that. I mean, year long, ideally, but in December, that's just a nice sentiment. I think you just stay in that in that frame of mind, that loving frame of mind, because what, what Christmas does, I think, is just realize it brings you around your family, your friends, and and just the giving spirit of like you see like a you see somebody that needs money, and you're like, oh, I'll give this person five dollars, or or I'll help somebody, and that's like you should take those qualities throughout the whole year and just live in that mm -hmm. that Christmas spirit you absolutely know? amen I love it uh that's the one thing you should take away from this guys be kind to each other help each other out yeah, absolutely come on now that's gonna help everybody's health um and speaking of health on a final note i wanted to talk about health insurance sure uh, as we mentioned earlier 44 million uh people in the u.s don't have health insurance mm -hmm. 38 million have inadequate health insurance I've always been a proponent of universal health care. I think that, that would be, yes, mm -hmm. that would be fantastic. So what are your thoughts? I think it's honestly a bigger, it's the, the root of it is just bigger than I could even talk about. You know, I think that it's like these drugs are costing so much money and now physicians are getting paid less. And it's just like the balance of who gets paid and how much everything is. It's like, I don't really even understand it. And right. right now I'm in a position where like, oh, I don't really care if you have health, health insurance or not. I'm still going to help you out. And that's that's, that's kind of what my mentality of it is. Like, it doesn't matter what health insurance you are. I, I'm just, I just want you to get better. If you come in yeah. and you're sick, 
you well, know, you're when looking it comes for to someone and supporting or, or, you know, when, it, when you're in the voting booth, yeah. for me, that's one of my huge things. I yeah. want cheaper or free healthcare and something has to be done at some right. point about the pharmaceutical companies. Yes. I mean, what they're doing is like completely some unjustified. Of these, some of these drugs cost tens of thousand dollars per month to save lives. <laughs> You know, some of these cancer drugs, these new cancer drugs that are co- coming out, they're $150,000 a year. Yeah. There's the one that crazy. just came out that they think will stop the mutation. Or it treats the mutation, not the actual cancer. So I think you still have to remove the cancer, but the mutation it wouldn't spread. Yeah. And uh, – it would, yeah, they said it was $32,000 a month yeah. to take it. I mean, who has that money? Yeah. Nobody has that money. Nobody does. But I don't think, and I don't know if you agree with me, Doc, I don't know if we'll ever in this country be able to do universal health care because we're just too big. There's too many people. It's always going to have to be the way, like, the idea of Obamacare should have, you know, the idea works, yeah. which is that the people with money will cover the people that don't have money. Right. And it just balances it out. And if everybody has health insurance and everybody pays into a pot, it all it's even Steven. Mm-hmm. But it's just we we live in such a huge society that universal health health care, like in free college and all that stuff, since we've already established the capitalistic view of just all right, the rich get what they want, the middle class is whatever, and that's getting shrink smaller, and then the poor just we the poor gets government assistance or whatever. Yeah. It's not, it's so hard to to say, let's start over. Let's try it a whole different way. Mm-hmm. What we need to do is break into smaller communities and like tribes in our country <laughs> and we all form our own government and take care of our own health care. It's basically kibbutz style of living. Great. Like in Israel. That's right. how, that's why communism works in mm-hmm. small groups. As we've seen in Russia and in China, it does not work. Yeah. And so where can people find your kibbutz that you've been starting? Uh, I am, uh, I'm actually Russian, and I'm living in the – no. Um, you can – if you guys want to come find me – or we do my plugs? Yeah, yeah, let's do all it. Right. It's Josh Adam Myers on all social media, spelled M-E-Y-E-R-S, guys. I've got a new podcast. It's called The 500 with Josh Adam Myers. Uh, it's a record book club. I use Rolling Stone Magazine's list of the 500 greatest albums of all time. I give the guests the album – their album for a week. They listen to it. We break it down. We do just like – with you were doing, we talk about facts from the album, facts from the artist, and it's just a way for Americans and the world to experience the greatest recorded music in the history of mankind. Uh, Bill Burr's done it, uh, Jim Jeffries, Wanda Sykes, Tom Segura. I have Jason Momoa, Aquaman coming up. I've called every favor. It's I love this so much, and uh, I hope people join me for this journey because it's it's so much fun listening to these great records. Mm-hmm. Uh, so once again, the five hundred with Josh Adam Myers. Can I also do a shout out? Of course. It's more of a it's a medical shout out. It's it's kind of pertinent. You know, if we actually all did the preventative stuff that we should be doing, you know, getting flu shots and stuff like that, a lot we won't have to go to the hospital. We won't like we're a lot of us are waiting way too long to, you know, get diagnosed with things. You know, I had a patient recently come in that didn't see a doctor his entire life and he came in and had to get intubated. And we had no idea what was going on because he's never been diagnosed with anything. Mm. You know, if you go to the if you go to the doctors, just every now and then, they'll help you out, and you'll you'll these things will be prevented. And you know, that's actually a humongous cost to the healthcare system is that patients are being, you know, admitted and staying in the hospital for days and weeks just because they didn't take care of their body or they didn't you know go to the doctors. I think that's. That's something important to do. It's just like, oh, did you guys get your flu shot this year? It's flu season. I didn't. Um, yeah. I mean, but what's your rationale? 
Um, I, I don't <laughs> know. This. You know what? You're right because I've heard the actual flu this year is going to be one of the worst in history. Um, I think they say that every year. They do, I mean, but it does get worse. It does really get bad. worse. More people die. I hear it gets worse. I, I just. Um, I think I'm really afraid of the doctor. I'm afraid of what I think. Like most people, you don't even afraid. have to go to the doctors for the flu shot. You could go right when you go to CVS. Right, I'm taking to, that blood pressure, dude. Monitor. Let's let's all leave here. Yeah, I already got my go flu to, shot. All right, it's required well, of me. let's fucking me and Eth. We'll go get lunch. Yep. You know, Where's you know, maybe <laughs> and maybe some Mexican. I don't know. I don't know. We will get spicy today, but then uh, but then we'll go get our flu shot. And I and I but I think a lot of people are afraid of what the doctor might find. And it's almost like one of my favorite expressions. And this is why I hate social media. This is why I hate the internet. Is ignorance is bliss mm -hmm. because the person that doesn't know is happier than the person that knows. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like when you know everything like we do now in the world about information, that's why there's all this infighting. That's why people aren't going to the doctor because they're yeah. so scared of what they might find because life is so precious. And right. that's what I'm saying. Once they find out they have cancer, then they suddenly die three months later. You know, well, so you'd be scared to see me as your doctor. Why? You're telling me that you're scared of the doctor. No, I, I, feel like I told you at the beginning, if you want to if you want to take my blood, test my liver, test all that stuff, you know, I ha I believe the way that I live my life and the, the amount of sleep and the way that I feel my general uh, overall being, I feel incredible every day. So I feel like I'm healthy. We got to go once a year, Josh. You know, we got to do I it. Up. Now, listen, I don't have medical insurance, as yeah. I said. Are you free next week? Can I come by? <laughs> you know, the, I'm at a clinic w uh, that takes patients without medical insurance. You could come by. It's fucking help you out, man. It, it am takes, I going, am I going bankrupt? A, it takes forever to get an appointment. I'll wait forever. I actually don't know how much it costs or what the pricing is. I'm very oh un boy, dude. Just go to Cedar Sinai. I don't think it's that expensive, dude. Ask go. for him by name. No. <laughs> Demand a meeting. If you go to the emergency room at Cedar Sinai without insurance, they have to help you. Yeah, they'll take. They you. have to take but you. It's and, not then, an emergency. and then the bill shows I just up. Check up. And then you can check. just take that bill and give it the finger and never deal. I dude, I'm in $160,000 worth of medical bill costs from the car accident I was in. Mm -hmm. I'm never paying that. Mm -hmm. Never. And my credit's fine. He might be coming to collect. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Well, I'm, I'm still in 300 and something thousand dollars of debt, so you're half mine. I'll pay it off, but <laughs> it's gonna down, take the line, time. down the line. <laughs> Let's do it. I'll take your bill on, too. Just give it to me. <laughs> um, well, to comment on both of your plugs, I will say that Josh's podcast is fantastic. Thank Everybody, you. please go listen to it. Uh, and that I agree with you. People should go get themselves checked out. Don't be afraid. Go to the doctor. Yeah, go to the doctor. doesn't have to be every week, but make an appointment. Go do it. I am going to try and get get an appointment with you specifically. I hope that that sees fruition. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I hope you guys had fun on the podcast. This, this was, was so fun. Oh, great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was okay. a lot of fun. Well, see you guys next time. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bad Signs is hosted and produced by me, Ethan Edinburgh. Our social media producers are EJ Gullet and Kate Baker. And the executive pizza paint can deucer is Brett Kushner. Please follow us on Instagram at Bad Science Show and send us an email at badscience at secret.com. That's badscience at secret.com. Not only can you let us know what movies you'd like us to do, but let us know if we got something wrong or if there's a bit of trivia that I missed. I want to say happy holidays to everybody listening. Thank you for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And if you want to help us out, you can rate and review our show. That would be very kind of you. And tell a friend. Until next time, see you later.